Okay, so today I have my friend Katie on and I'm so excited. So if you follow me on Instagram, I would say back in March? Like, well, before Easter. So maybe, okay. maybe March? Okay, so around like March, um, <laughs> I was, I moved into my new place and this house had chickens in their backyard and I would drive by every day and I'm like, oh man, I would just love to know people with the chickens. And um, also at that time, I was just like praying for more mom friends that I could just like glean from um, as a single lady and ended up meeting Katie through an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. Who was that? I think Meg Wells, actually. Meg Wells? No, I don't think I was following her yet. I wasn't either, but somebody post posted her. Okay. reposted it maybe and it was like older yeah because I know I had seen it before and I didn't have time okay and so this time I had seen it again and I was like shoot I meant to look through here so I did really fast and just like followed people as a mental note to myself yeah. like look into this later I don't have time right now but I yeah. don't want to forget because this seems like a good resource and I don't want to dig through it a second time right okay so then yeah. you followed me and then and then forgot promptly forgot everything about it Oh, I just love that. Gone. I just love that. Kids woke up, it was over. And so I don't know I don't know who messaged first. You reached out you reached out to me, I think. Okay. Oh yes, because I had like scrolled through your Instagram and I was like, oh, she looks like a Catholic. Oh, yeah. I'm like still <laughs> in the middle of my conversion. And um I was like, oh she has kids and you had yeah. a bunch of flowers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, she looks like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's pretty. <laughs> and then we messaged for like a week and a half. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you're like, yeah, we live in Grandview. And I'm like... Yeah, we're both being super cagey about like where you are exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm by this Dollar General. <laughs> we can walk to it. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you're... Okay, that's so crazy. You're yeah. so close to me. And then ended up figuring out that she was a neighbor with, with the chickens, chickens in the backyard. And so share like what you were like wanting at that time as well. Uh, yeah, we had been in Kansas City for seven years at that point and hadn't really made any headway making any friends just because of night shift and one car and then back to night shift. And he was deployed for a year during that time and having babies, not back to back, but close and just didn't really line up everything I would find would be at the wrong time or on the wrong day and we couldn't make it so I was really not desperate for but I was really tired of trying to find people and so I had explicitly prayed like please just drop them in my lap because I can't I don't have time for this and yeah. I don't I'm so exhausted for doing this but like I really want people I'm tired of being alone and so if, if they're here you're gonna have to make it so clear like yeah. super close right here and then she was like, oh, I live behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the just... best thing to come out of that apartment complex. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's a totally another story. I'm moving <laughs> in the new year. Um, but yeah, the Lord is just like always looking out for us. And he's just so sweet and answered all of our prayers. Even the silly one of, I want to know the people with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and the and the neighbor so close that you could walk. Yeah, literally, it's and, like, and like selfishly with no kids, maybe because the ones with kids are too busy. Yeah, like I am, so they would have to have no kids. Right. So so it just works out. Yeah. Like it seriously just worked out, and like I've just been able to learn so much from you, you know, and it's just a gift because I don't know. I feel like our like young adults or just people in general, it's like really easy to just like 
stick to like people who are in a similar season. Oh yeah, them, yeah. Know? And I've just always been like, I don't want that. Like, I want to be able to learn from people that are older than me. I've also just been kind of weird where it's like, I've always had friends that were older than me mm-hmm. and never really mm-hmm. like my age until I moved to Kansas City, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just yeah. having a variety. I, I had some of the best friends I had in college were a great deal older than like not a great, but when you're in college, like four or five years feels mm-hmm. like a lot. So they had already graduated or the ones that were freshmen when I was in grad school. Like yeah. those ended up being the people, the ones my age were too annoying. And yeah. like the, you know, residence directors that had kids and things like that and surrounding yourself in that mix of people yeah. is really good. Yeah. It's kind of more like a family would be. Right. Instead of just like hanging out with your peers. That's not good for anybody. Yeah. I remember the first time I had a conversation mm-hmm. with a friend and we are both pretty similar where it's like, we'll ask each other questions, but at the end of the day, we both know, like, we're going to take it to, like, mentors or people who, like, we know that we can, like, seek for advice, and I was like, huh, like, you're the first person that I've, like, had a conversation about this with, because, again, like, we just go to people who are like us, and it's like, they don't have the same, or, like, the experiences that we're looking for that could help us, you know, like, Mm -hmm. people ahead in life, so, anyways, I could go on and on about that. Well, just, you just need so many, like, not you need them, but it's so helpful to have different people in different seasons. Like yeah. someone who's a good, is a good listener is mm-hmm. so helpful, but someone who's been through what the specific thing you're grow- going through yeah. can also be helpful. Like yeah. I find a lot of comfort in a friend of mine. She's actually in labor right now, yeah. but she does, she's not had kids before this, mm-hmm. but she's such a good listener and she yeah. can really empathize and be there for you. But other times you need somebody who's like, I remember having four right. kids and they were this age. And I remember when they were up all night puking and yeah. like, they very acutely know, but that you don't always need that right? in every season. And so like friends fluctuating and coming in and out yeah. is very normal, but yeah. it's also hard to let them go. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. So that has been like part of our conversations just this week, literally, um, but even, I was mentioning last night, so we have had a weekly dinner for a while now on Friday nights, but next week is our last one because they're moving. Yeah. Anyways, so... Your last week to get attacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Tough love from a yes. bunch of little girls. I, I love it, honestly. I mean, I'm not a physical touch person, but it just, it's working on me. Because one day, is, one day I'll have kids. You know, yeah, and, and all maybe over. it won't drive you as crazy. You'll right. be like, feels a little familiar. Right. Still terrible. Yeah. But. The body will remember, you know, <laughs> like this is normal. Um, but I was mentioning how my substack for this next week is going to be about like the cost of change. And like a big one for me has been relationships and friendships. And that's just really tough. Like as we're going through change, like not everybody's going to understand, you know, like what it is that you're like going through or like journeying through and something that we often laugh about is like the platitudes that people say and it's like that's not actually helpful like even though it's true you know sometimes like it's not helpful when a person is hurting you know um and so yeah like in this year it's been hard for like friends who were like close that I like saw weekly turn into acquaintances Mm -hmm. it's like oof you know like but the Lord promised me at the beginning of this year, and like something that I just prayed a lot about was um, just for friends that there was like more give, like equal giving. And it's not always equal, um, but it's more of a secure. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so 
I've just always felt like I've been like pouring out and pouring out and it's like, oh, like I need that like back. Well, know? and it's hard to face the fact that that's not healthy on your part either. Right. It can feel very generous and like, oh, I'm just a, I'm just a giver. Yeah. And you're actually driving yourself into the ground. Oh yeah. And oh, it's really sure. hard to be like, oh, I actually enabled this behavior oh, and I'm well, the one who kept this going. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so that's, I've had to learn a lot about that. And like, so I realized through this year, like part of that is my ego. And like, I was in such a wounded place that I felt like if I can constantly give to people, like all is well in the world. And mm -hmm. that's not true, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how burnt out I was until I got like really good rest with like genuine, like just caring people and like didn't have to feel like I had to like over give of myself when I had mm -hmm. nothing to give, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's amazing how long you could go running on fumes. Yeah. And then you finally take a step back and it feels bad, bad at first or weird or uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then the longer, the longer the time goes on, it's like, no, I'm actually okay with yeah. this being the way that it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You know, maybe you wished it could have gone differently, but like, mm -hmm. this is good too. Yeah. But it's never easy to say goodbye to people that you really wish would keep going with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not their path or that's not their choice. Yeah. It maxes them out. Yeah. You know, and it's sad to accept that, but I don't know. It's been really hard with a friend of mine that like, she just, she can't, she can't be there. She can't yeah. show up. And so to stop volunteering things from my life to like keep her connected mm -hmm. has been really difficult. Yeah. Just like, I would love to share this with you, but I have to stop lying to myself that it hurts me when you yeah. don't reply. Yeah. And the whole, well, I read it. That's, that's not enough. Yeah. You, you can't. I was joking with Ian the other day, like, you have this $100 fancy little device in your hand. How hard is it? Yeah. And it's not that it's hard, it's that it's not a priority. Yeah. yeah. I used to have this discussion in college with friends, and some would, some would agree, and others would, like, really, really go toe-to-toe -to -toe that it wasn't true, but that everyone has a hierarchy of people in their lives. Mm -hmm. It's totally normal. It's yeah. fine. But it sucks when you don't, you, you don't match up. Yeah. And, and they're much higher on your list. Yeah. Than you are on theirs, and yeah. they will deny it. Mm -hmm. But it's it's true. Yeah. Don't tell me I don't have time. No, you have time for three people, and I'm not one of them. Right. And that is a little crushing. Yeah. But it happens. Like yeah. you you have mismatched uh, desires, I guess. Right. And sometimes it has nothing to do with you. It has more to do with like what's going on yeah. in their lives. Yeah. So what does like priorities look like for you in relationships? Friendships, anything? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know, I, I really value, not like constant constant communication, but I think if you can't be open with people, then it's never going to work. Yeah. So to be like, well, I'm just really private. Mm -hmm. Well, then we're not really friends. Right. So, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? If, yeah. I'm, if I'm fine sharing about my life and you don't share about yours, we have nothing. Yeah. Because it can't be reciprocated. Right. Like, there's no depth. And right. And that doesn't mean you talk all the time, but you also don't say, hey, by the way, this big life event happened and you never said anything. Right. Like, yeah. that's not, that's not a friendship. Mm -hmm. I go back and forth with this with certain, certain family members of mine that like, privacy is not shutting people out. Mm -hmm. It's having boundaries yeah. about what's going on. Mm -hmm. But like, we, we keep coming back to it with different births and like, 
when should you notify your family that you gave birth? Like, mm. should it be multiple hours? Is is that really a reasonable thing? And yeah. like, what I keep coming back to is like my personal preference and not like I know everything, but what is the harm in letting somebody know, hey, this big thing is going on? Mm-hmm. No details, just, yeah. hey, we had a baby yeah. and they're fine and mom's fine and we'll let you know in a while. Yeah. But to be like, they were born earlier today seven hours ago yeah like what family, is that that's weird with family that's that's weird yeah. you you had to exclude people to have your joy mm-hmm. that's weird yeah instead you could be like hey we wanted you to know this but we're we're taking some time as a family yeah and we're gonna focus on this but like I'm, i just it, I, I don't that, get it you know i don't get it yeah because yeah, you so, could you can have those boundaries and include people and right. and tell them that that like we are here and you're there, yeah. But we want you right there, right? Because if you don't, you risk pushing them away really far, right? And, and then they so, don't ask. Yeah, yeah. So we've also talked about um, what it looks like to like share a friend's burdens, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really easy. I think in our American culture, maybe probably not so much elsewhere, but to feel like we have to carry our burdens ourselves and not allow other people to like come alongside us and walk with us and honestly that's really damaging but it's also paired with oversharing on the internet not by everyone exclusively right. but like you have this trend mm-hmm. of sharing every little dirty detail about your life right. online yeah. and then people who you think are in your life are going through these huge things right. alone mm-hmm. and i don't I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how do we fix that? How can, we, how can we make small talk when you've been sick on and off for the last two years? Yeah. And, like, it didn't say anything. Yeah. I don't want to make small talk with you. I want to know how you are. Right. Like, how are you really? Yeah. Don't talk to me about the weather. And, right. like, no. It's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't talked to someone in two, three months, and they're like, how's it going? Yeah. Too much. Yeah. There's just too much now. Yeah. Yeah, like, I want to know what's going on in your heart, you know? And part of that is on the person to share it, because mm -hmm. nobody's going to know if you don't ask. Yeah. It's like the whole, you know, what, bitterness and pouting sort of thing. Like, Mm. I remember, I don't know, somebody telling me that maybe when I was younger, that, like, to pout or to have that resentment is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Oh, Oh my gosh. And that really stuck with me, because, you know, things would happen, and you're a kid, and you stomp off, and you're like, I'm not coming back downstairs. No one cares. Right, yeah. And so eventually you're like, I hate it up here and I'm going to go downstairs. Yeah. Because I don't want to make myself miserable. Yeah. But they're not, nobody's going to know, like, unless it's you're waiting for someone to come find you. Yeah. But that's not really a healthy response either. No. Ugh. Because people want to be there for you, but if I think someone is off waiting for me to go find them, I don't want to anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not healthy. Oh my gosh, there's like It's so manipulative. Much yeah, yes. Okay, I'm like, what is the word for that? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And I think that's funny because I have a tendency towards like self-pity as a like melancholy temperament type person. And so I have to notice that in myself. And when I don't, like, not good, not healthy, because then I do, like, I just get in moods, and it's like, no, like, stop that, yeah. you know, like, you can save yourself from this. And you also um, need those kind of friends that can call you out on that, Yeah. who you can actually say, like, I'm, I'm dealing with this, and I'm feeling this way, and they have the, the safety in the relationship to be like, you need to get over yourself. Yeah. And 
too often I think people don't cultivate those friendships because yeah. they're hard. Or they blow up when somebody says something well-meaning right. that you can't receive because you can't receive that criticism or that feedback. Yeah. And then nothing, like, you need those people. I yeah. want people to be able to, my, my friend and I talk about this all the time, like, I want her to be the person and she wants me to be the person that, like, if their kids were upset or, or like, our kids or, like, needed advice mm-hmm. and didn't want to talk to me or talk to her, they could talk to, like, each other, like, they could talk to Kika instead of to me. Yeah. And I could trust what she's going to say right. to them. Oh, yeah. And that she, you know, as long as no one is in danger, like, she would keep their confidence. Yeah. But I just, you need to be able to, or, like, to have my kids go to her and be like, mom's acting crazy. <laughs> and she's being weird, and I don't understand why. Yeah. You know, and she won't listen to this. And then they can tell her. And she can be like, hey, get your get yourself yeah, together. Yeah. Your kids are upset with you. Yeah. I want that person. I yeah. want that person for them. I don't think people have that. Okay, so... I don't think this, so either. Yeah. I feel like this can, like, veer off in conversation. And I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I had listened to a podcast on, like, the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy is saying that it's not necessarily the cure. Like, there has to be kind of, like, a generational aspect to how people, like, build their families. But not, like... I forget how he describes it. Anyways, okay, so, like, what what does that look like for you to, like, invite other people in, but also be focused on your family and, like, how you guys are raising your kids, you know? Well, I think that's, I don't know, that's really hard when you're, like, we haven't done a whole lot of that other than, like, extended family. Mm-hmm. Which we don't really see that often. Maybe two times a year, three times a year. Mm -hmm. But just making sure, like, I don't know, maybe not allowing there to be any sort of authority role in anybody outside of your home. Yeah. But also having people that you have good conversations with and your kids hear that. Mm -hmm. So that it's not just, I don't know. I'm not really a let's all go sightseeing kind of person. Mm -hmm. But I think that your kids will respect people you respect. And if you have those sort of relationships and they see that, you know, oh, or they hear you in conversation that I, I talked to so-and-so about this and this is what they said. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really helpful. And to just kind of build up that, at least just the concept that you need, you need these other people in your life to kind of fill everything out and run everything out. Yeah. It makes sense. But, but never in like a babysitter, like never introducing that relationship Mm -hmm. Because even that gets weird with grandparents. Like, I don't really want my my parents to watch my kids mm-hmm. without me, like without yeah. me around. You can you can kind of watch them while I'm here. Everybody does that, you yeah. know. Some kid does something stupid, but I don't really want you to be in that role with my children, even temporarily. Mm-hmm. It's confusing for them. Hmm. You're just their grandparent. Yeah. yeah. You're not parenting them. You parented yeah. me. I'm doing this one. Yeah. I don't know. That's good. I haven't thought about it that way before. Because um, I think it creates a weird dynamic. It does. Especially when rules are different. And my, my seven-year-old is is understanding a little bit more about mm-hmm. that. And, you know, we can't do this at this house, but we can do that here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this person says I can't do that. And yeah. just to just try to help her understand that, like, well, these are different people's rules. And, like, at their house you respect it. And she's like, well, but it's, a, it's at our house. And mm-hmm. then it gets kind of, like... Well, then you have to be respectful of your grandmother, but she doesn't know that this is the rule or like your aunt or your uncle or whoever it is. And like, it's just weird. Yeah. Hmm. 
but I also wonder if that, it, like, when you have more pe people that are more free to just correct instead of allowing you to do it. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. Because, like, sometimes we run into that where it's like, I'm right here. Yeah. Right here. Oh, yeah. I didn't do anything about it on purpose. Yeah. Like, like there was nothing to be said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and sometimes it's very well-meaning. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that, like, their preferences, like, with my, one of my brothers in particular, like, his preference is just more, more hand, not hands-on necessarily, but, like, a little more strict than I am at this point. And so it's like, well, you're not wrong, but, like, yeah. actually that's fine. Yeah. For all these other reasons. And, yeah. like, I don't mean to <laughs> cut you off there, but, like, it's actually fine. We do actually say that this is fine. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, them jumping on him or something, go crazy. Tell them to get off. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, family dynamics are just... There's so much There's so much wrapped up in that. I was just talking yeah. to someone last night online about... She was saying any sort of parenting that you do in front of her... One of her parents that doesn't... That's different. She will start defending the way that they were... They parented or that they were... And, like... My parenting is not a judgment on anyone. Yeah. It's just the way that we're navigating doing it with maybe this one child mm -hmm. in particular. Shaped by our experiences as kids. But you can't ever pendulum swing completely. Yes. That's just, that's a disaster for everyone. Yeah. So I'm never, we try to be really careful not to react to anything and have mm -hmm. reactionary parenting. But also like, you can't get upset that I'm doing it differently. Right. I'm doing it differently because of the foundation that you laid. Right. And so maybe I know better. Then you did because you just didn't have the opportunity. Right. Or I saw through the experience of your parenting that right. like it didn't actually work out the way you planned. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to, I'm going to make some changes and hopefully yeah. it does a little bit better. Yeah. But it's not a judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> That's hard. But it's really hard for people. Like when my mom started homeschooling, people, people took it badly as a judgment against them for going to, sending their kids to public school. Yeah. And I was like, this is not about yeah. you. And I feel like that is just even more, um, like, escalated in our internet culture. Because when somebody chooses to do one thing, it's like... You're well, you anti-something else. Yes, yes. It's like, you shouldn't do that because of this. Or, you know, just spouting off all the reasons. And it's like, no. Like, people can make their own decisions that, like, it doesn't... Like, it literally doesn't affect you. Oh, my aunt had a point that, like, parenting specifically is really charged... Because you have all of these really deep reasons, usually, for choosing what you do. And yeah. so you take it really personally. And if you can't see beyond that to how something would work for someone else. Because yeah. she's watched a lot of different families, like very extended families, fall apart once they start to have kids. And then the mm. this original siblings start fighting because they're not doing it the same way. Yeah. And they're, I don't know, judging each other and stuff. And it's interesting because I'm pretty close to one of my sisters now and she and I do not think do things similarly at all yeah like if you saw our day-to-day -day, from the outside it'd probably be pretty similar mm -hmm. you know all the same meals in general like don't do that kind of thing but we don't have the same reasons for things we yeah. don't have exactly the same anything and it doesn't it doesn't come up it's not a problem and right. she can even hear when I'm you know problem solving something and mm -hmm. be like I can understand what that you're struggling with that yeah. and like I can see how the way I'm not I'm I would solve it doesn't work for you yeah and it's not a it's not an answer to your problem right and I wish I could help you is that a self-awareness thing you think? I think so people just like being aware 
I think so. I think it goes back to your your concept of having very different friends. Yeah. People who have really different life experiences than yeah. you do because that's going to shape them in ways you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you meet people and their life is like a foreign you don't even you can't even comprehend what yeah. it must have been like to live like that. Yeah. Or grow up that way or believe those things. And yet there they are and they're going to make really different choices than you right. are. And they're perfectly fine. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And if it's not about faith or morals, let it go. Yes. You sleep trained, they don't. Who cares? Right. Who cares? Yeah. But the internet encourages you to, like, lose a friendship over yeah. it. Because, like, you must hate your child. Right. No. Probably not. Yeah. That's probably never the answer. Right. Yeah. Like, we're all doing the best that we know how to do. You know? Right. And if someone is doing something that you think is harmful... And you just assume they're doing the best they can. What they need from you is is help. Yeah. Or or a peaceful place to be. Yeah. They don't need more, like, condemnation. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> oh my gosh, this cough. Yes. I so I had, I think I started to mention last night how just with like a few different people in this year, I'm like, did I like, is that right? And in one, like, scenario that I, like, keep thinking of, it's kind of, like, that same reaction where it's, like, people are very condemning and it's, like, that's not helpful. Again, like, when a person is, like, going through something and, like, really trying to process something, um, it's just not a helpful response, like, be condemning versus, like, being compassionate and, like, gentle with a person. I don't think we know how to do that because we can react so quickly on the internet it's like you should just take whatever it is that I have to say and it's like well no actually I don't have to like boundary you know yeah. I don't have to take in whatever it is yeah. that you're saying especially if you're expressing it in a condemning and like hurtful way you yeah. know yeah it's weird no curiosity right yeah as if everything was just laid out right there in front of you right and, and you knew the whole picture right yeah. which you don't right. like I personally get very annoyed with the whole like reiteration that oh you don't see everything behind the scenes is that not obvious right like maybe that's the photographer in me but like people post pretty pictures on purpose right because bad pictures look bad right yeah and they make you feel weird yeah and sad and so no yeah the i have no problem with curated feeds and things those people are trying to prove a point or sell you something right that's what it's for. Yeah. And like, if you're really good at advertising, good for you. People want to look at it, good for you. But if you're trying to show something specific and your background is so messy or, you know, like whatever's going on in your house is, is so unfocused, yeah. then your message gets completely lost. It's like bad writing. Right. right. Why would I give you the first edit of something that I'm going to write? Yeah, why isn't that obvious to people? I don't I've understand. Really about that. Like, we do hear, like, the over-iteration of, like, Instagram is just a highlight reel. And I'm like, who cares? You it's know? supposed to like, be. Like, I want to see your best, honestly. Yeah, you know? and, like, I have, I have, uh, I make a photo album every year. And my mom always looks through it and jokes that, like, this is what it looks like when your mom's a photographer. And she's not wrong. Yeah. They're beautiful on purpose. Yeah. I don't want to take a picture of the messes and the like dirty handprints all over everything. Yeah. Because oftentimes I don't see it. Yeah. And that's the reality. Your brain like overlooks it 
and you could like I could walk into my room my living room all the time and the sunlight is really striking and something will really catch my eye and I love that room yeah. but if I were to take a photo of it in that moment then I'm like I love this room mm-hmm. I would hate it there would be so many things I didn't notice when I walked in there yeah. the first time. Like, I'm looking at the painting on the wall, but a photo of it is going to show me all the dirt on the floor and the the coloring pages that are spread out everywhere. And someone had a... My co- coffee from last Your week. coffee. <laughs> yeah, your so coffee funny. all over the fireplace. And you just... Your eye doesn't see it. Your brain filters it out automatically, and people yeah. don't notice it. And when you... Like, starting photography specifically, they, they talk about making sure you're really looking through the whole viewfinder to like scan to make sure your composition is right because your brain automatically will ignore the things that yeah. you didn't want to see and then you take the photo and you're like that's not what I was looking at right that's not how I was seeing that and so you have to retrain yourself to like get that point of view that you really wanted and that's okay if it cuts out the mess right because I don't want to like I already know there's mess like who has little kids and thinks there's no mess right you see yeah. pictures on the internet of somebody's house and there's no mess they did it that way on purpose. Right. Because and that's it's, okay. Because it's, it's, it's cluttered and busy and your brain doesn't know how to take that image. Yeah. So instead, you know, it's, it's the really curated stuff. Even if it's curated of the mess, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's telling a story and it's well done. Right. Why do we care? I don't like, know. Yeah. That's so funny. For a while, I used to get mad at myself because I would, like, think about things in a way that, like, it would be, like, well written out if I was like caption it and like put it on Instagram and then after a while I was like okay Instagram aside that's just how I think like Mm -hmm. I want to be able to like make something a beautiful story you know that I can like look back on because I do and then also like people as well Mm -hmm. and so I don't know why I would get so frustrated like why are you like thinking about it this way and no, nope. it doesn't matter. You know? No, and and if you were to notice going through your day to day life, I think you would actually see your life romanticized like people's really well done feeds are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, I'm under no impression that like people I like that I follow who have multiple kids or you know small kids, their house looks nothing like their house appears. But that's how their house feels to them. Right. They're just conveying to you how, how it feels to live yeah. there, how it feels to be with kids. Like, they just want to show you those parts because mm-hmm. we can all take the hard parts for granted. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to ha- handle those hard parts differently. Yeah. But it's inspiring to capture it in that way. Like, it's a disservice to my kids to take photos of the terrible things that they get into because right. they're kids and put those in the album. Yeah. No, we're going to do the, the cute stuff. And, like, sometimes the messes because it's funny. And you can look back later, but I take nice pictures of them so they can go in the album. Yeah. You know, just to be like, you remember when that room looked right? Yeah. Do you remember when she had two boxes of stuff from under her bed? Yeah. I still can't believe that. That is so funny. <laughs> she yeah, She got it back last night. <laughs> or this morning, whatever it was. But hilarious. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's, it's always seemed very clear to me. Maybe that was why I was drawn to it in the first place mm-hmm. before it became so big. But I like it. I find it inspiring. And yeah. if you don't find it inspiring, go somewhere else. Yeah. Like, get off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if or check your, or check your, um, oh, what's the word I'm going for? Just, like, what you're assuming. Yeah. Your assumptions oh, yeah. about people. Yeah. They, they want to. Because really, it's a reflection of yourself. 
and like yeah. what is going on like in your mind in your yeah. own heart and the, and the assumptions you make about like no one else experiences it like this mm-hmm. or it's not this hard for everyone else wrong yeah are you asking people it's really it's really like maybe they're not comfortable sharing online how hard it is right that's appropriate yeah very appropriate <laughs> I had a, I had an old college friend a couple, I don't know, maybe a year ago now, and she gets on and off Instagram. I think she's mostly been off for the last while, but randomly got a text message from her and it was like, had been a long time since, since she had responded to me. And so she said something about like, oh, well, it looks from Instagram, like everything's going well. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, sure, I share a lot of things, but they are not actually personal. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, my personal thoughts. Yeah. I don't say things about my kids, per- like, very personally. I don't really talk about my husband that much. He thinks it's weird. Like, <laughs> um, I just I just don't. I don't really go there. Yeah. Other than, like, these are deep thoughts I have. Also, here's my garden. But it was just, like, why did you jump to that conclusion? Yeah. It's actually been really hard. Yeah. It's been really hard. And we were dealing with something with one of them for over two years. Like, you have no idea how tired I am. Mm. But it's not appropriate to share online. Yeah. Or maybe it is for some people. I don't want to. Yeah. And so it was just like, I don't know how to answer you, but no. Yeah. Like, it's been yeah. terrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and social media, again, like... To say what people say, it's a highlight reel. You well, know? but like if you went out with with girlfriends or something, mm-hmm. are y'all just gonna talk shit about your lives the whole time? Right. No. Or just complain? Or are you just gonna enjoy being there? Yeah. That's how I view like social media. Yeah. I just want to enjoy being here, and I want to share beautiful things. And sure, you can have some pretty deep conversations, and you know, talk to people about different things, but yeah. not it's publicly. Not the basis of it's a inappropriate. Yeah. You're just gonna go up to random strangers and be like, "You will not believe what my two year old did." Right. Right, yeah. Here's 97 pictures of them to keep, by the way. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Instagram, social media can, like, not be the basis of relationships. And I really like it, but I think people just forget, like, that I'm not sharing everything with you. I don't even know you that well. Yeah. No. Yeah. Stop. Stop that. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Especially, I think, if you do have those safe people mm -hmm. in, in your real life, you don't feel the need to go online and talk about it. Yes. Like, I, the, the people in my life know the hard parts. Right. Because I'd rather talk to them. But yeah. I had a girl who stopped being friends with me because I got really tired of Instagram. Like, I had a personal one, and I had pictures of the kids, and I got really uncomfortable. And so I, like, kept it, but I completely closed it off. Yeah. And I kept, like, my, one of my sisters who doesn't use it anymore. And, like, a sister-in-law. That was mm-hmm. it. And I removed everybody else. And I still had my public version. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Wait, why? I would rather text you pictures. Like, I have your phone number. We actually text. And she stopped being my friend after that. I was like, because I wouldn't share... Like, what? This is someone who doesn't post, either. And so I was like, you're consuming pictures of my children that I'm putting up. And commenting on them, or liking them, or whatever. But I would rather text you individually, and you don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Never in a million years. It was also like four months after that she found, like, figured out I had done. So I was like, I don't know what to tell you. It's been a long time. I was really uncomfortable with their, like, keeping their privacy. And no, I just. We have a weird attachment with social media. So, like, for me, like, most of the people that, like, I've met at some point, they're just on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram, it's like, I'm following the people that, like, I want to see and, like, hear from. 
or like am in relationship with, like in the season or like whatever, just want to keep up with. And I remember a girl messaged me at some point and was like, oh, we're not friends on Instagram anymore. Like, why? Did something happen? And I'm like, no, not at all. Like, do you think something happened? And it's just, it's weird. We have a really weird attachment to social media. Especially if I have your phone number. Right. Right. And I and think like I think you're the only friend I have who actually is on social media. <laughs> the other ones, like, they're there and they yeah. consume it, but they don't they don't really post anything themselves. Yeah. And like it's fine. I, I sharing stuff back and forth is really handy. But mm. but you're not actually consuming anything. Yeah. Or um, you know, like sharing anything. You're just yeah. consume which is fine. But it's weird. Yeah. Like if I were to cut the couple people out of my online media Nothing would change. I've right. already texted you all those pictures. Right. Or I sent you like four of them because 15 is too many. And like yeah. you can see the rest online. But like how many pictures of my garden do you need? Yeah. A hundred? Because I could send them to you. Hmm. But it probably would be easier to post them online and then you can just go see it there. Yeah. Why do we have such a weird attachment to social media? It's I like just, a like, status I don't thing. I get it. Maybe. 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 Maybe it is a status thing. Like, oh, you're following me. I don't know. I just really... I feel like I used to care, like, as a teenager, but well, I don't... Well, it's weird etiquette, too. It's like, someone follows yeah. you, you need to follow them back. Yeah, Why? No. Why? Yeah. It, it gives me those ads all the time, like, 240 people follow you, and I you know. don't follow them back. I'm like, stop. I don't care. Are they artists I like? Right. No, then Are I'm they probably people not I want to keep up with? Like, more than I have, like, Catholic like, accounts. I, just... I have, like, rando Catholic accounts that are usually, like, moral theology or ethics related. Mm-hmm. So, and then, like, artsy, fartsy stuff, and comedians. That's pretty much it. That's that's my whole lineup. If you're not yeah. one of those, like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, like, birth things, but not really that many right now. Yeah. I, I, I think I just come back to, like, if I'm not, like, talking to you in real life, like, I don't want to see what you're doing on a daily basis yeah. on social media. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, or or you, I think also sometimes there are people that have are at a state in their life that you are not, or maybe you desire to be, Mm -hmm. and there's more curiosity about like what what is your day like? Yeah, and so I think those people who are, you know, really dedicated to sharing that sort of thing, you can really you can really be helpful to people. Yeah, can open their eyes up to something they don't understand or maybe they want, and just they have more of a familiarity to Mm -hmm. it because you have a lot of. Like, especially with motherhood, you have a lot of young moms that get themselves thrown in and they're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Who, what's happening? Yeah. And like for me and my sister specifically, cause like our kids are, mine's seven, hers is seven and a half. When we would ask my mom things, especially having like multiples under four or you know, like she had four under five or five under six or oh something like that, like a yeah. lot. My mom can't remember. Yeah. So it's not really helpful. Yeah. And then, like, peers aren't there yet, or they have maybe one or two, because that's just what was in the cards for them. Yeah. And so you're in this completely foreign, foreign waters of sorts, and, like, my mom worked for a long time. She worked until there were four or five of us, so mm-hmm. she doesn't remember what it's like yeah. day in and day out with little kids, and so you got nothing. You're, like, yeah. figuring this all out, and it sucks, and it yeah. shouldn't need to be that way. Yeah. So people who are showing up in that way online, good for you. Yeah. I don't want to do it, but good for you. Right, yeah. I can appreciate that you're doing it. Yeah. And when you make it look beautiful, even better. Yeah. Because that's how it feels. You really, like, 
Sometimes the mess gets you, but for the most part, it doesn't really feel like that. Mm-hmm. So curate away. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Love that. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, we've talked for 40 minutes. Is there anything that you want to share? Nothing comes to mind. That wouldn't rabbit hole into like three or four other things. That's just how it goes. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just thankful for the Lord in that he brought us together. It's just, it's so wild. Like, yeah. just answering the little weird things Who about us. Who would have Yeah. Yeah. And now we're moving. <laughs> I know. Crazy. You sure you don't want to drive every week? No. Okay, so Katie's girls, like, who They who didn't realize. It? It's J- Joe and Nina for the okay. most part. Yeah, that is so funny. They're, like, just thinking that I'm going to drive up every week for It's dinner. only three, three and a half hours. No, just no problem. just in the car right after work and yeah. come. Yeah. It's fine. They're like, we have a guest room now. It's fine. <laughs> they are so funny. Kids crack me up. Like, there's just no concept, really, no. of, like, how far away it is, but... And then we'll drive in the car, and they're like, this is taking forever. I'm like, we've been in the car for 10 minutes. Oh, my god! You're going to be okay. Oh, that is so funny. But I do like it up there where you guys are moving, so. Yeah. There's fun coffee shops and stuff. Not where we are. We're moving to a village. Well, it's not that far away, though. It's like 40 minutes from. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe not. But, yeah, he was yeah. calling utility companies yesterday, and the one guy was like, oh, you bought that down on that street, that one house? We're like, yep, oh, <laughs> that's the one. I love that, though. Like, 200 people in that village. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep, it's going to be different. Yeah, so different. Kansas City, yeah. This is what it's like to chat with Katie and I. <laughs> except, and there's, is except there's a lot of children noises. Yes, that too. Yeah. And when is she leaving so we can read books? I love. I mean, honestly, I love it because I was. It's such very a good straightforward reader. too. Yeah. You know, it's not like I need to do something. It's just like when is she leaving? When, when are you? Because you said reading books after. So when is that? Yeah. When will that be? Yeah. Like we want that now. Yeah. Yeah, they're so funny. Goes from best friend to please leave. Yeah. And Very like jumping quickly. on me. Very like, quickly. Yeah. Why are you still here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Yeah. So funny. Well, cool. Thank you. Yeah. For Thanks for having out. me.